The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Hi. Hi, everyone. Dear Sangha. Um, So I want to start by um, appreciating your presence here at the end of a long day, maybe for some of you. And um, You know, you may not know this, but you may benefit, you know, from your practice tonight, but you are also benefiting others. You know, you may be benefiting um, other um other members of, of the Sangha that are here by supporting, you know, supporting each other with your presence and supporting also people in other places in the world. And to just acknowledging that briefly, um, I, um, it would be wonderful if you can check in your surroundings, check around your neighborhood, your neighborhood, i.e., you know, within your circle um, around you. And and just acknowledge who is around you, maybe with a hi or with a gesture or uh, with your presence, however you want to do that. But just to know that, you know, we're in community one way or another. Um, so why wouldn't take a few seconds to do that? Great, great. Um, okay, now we're set. <laughs> um, so as I was reflecting, I was reflecting, um, you know, yesterday, this weekend, and about what, you know, I, I, I dropped the question in the mind of what is to be spoken tonight. What, what is to be spoken, to share, to speak together, to co-create together here with um, the dear Sangha. And what came, what bubbled up, what came up was a slideshow of different experiences from last week and responses to those experiences, you know. And... Um, you know, experiences, um, personal experiences where mainly I'm relating to myself and others without them knowing. <laughs> and also experiences and responses in relation to other people in the world, in, in my daily life. And I noticed that some of the responses, as I, you know, this slideshow is, is even just right now going in the mind, as, as I name it, um, had some tones or um, some qualities or um, uh, tastes of love and 
and and maybe some moments of balance or some moments of um, wisdom. Uh, and then there were other moments of, you know, agitation and responses of, you know, reactivity um, and responses of, you know, those moments of um, worry or indecision, not knowing what to do, but going back also to center, going back like a willow tree, just going back and, fo- and forth and at some point uh, settling settling in the center. And what reminded me of was of this quality that we develop in our practice of equanimity. And that is what I want to talk to you about, um, to share, to co-create together here. Um, So... um, when we uh, practice or um, moments in which we recognize uh, what we call equanimity in our practice, uh, there's some, uh, 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 first I can see some characteristics that reminds me of, of these words that I have heard defined, you know, um, here uh, that other teachers have defined um, and it has been um, it has been um, one the the a, a moment in which one can see an overall picture. One can see you know the, a, a big big perspective, uh, the big picture of what is going on. Of um, Everything that is, you know, you, you, can, you can have an understanding of, of what is going on. You can see the big picture. And then there's this other uh, definition of um, um, this definition of standing in the middle of things or resting in the middle of things, and, and also seeing, seeing uh, things or experiencing things, uh, seeing things with quiet eyes. I, I love that phrase, seeing things with quiet eyes. Um, so this, this quality of balance that... Um, we can find in equanimity, we, can, we may be able to experience it when we have, you know, different experiences that we called in our tradition the eight worldly winds. We can have, we can have um, moments of... Um, Experiences of praise and blame, maybe in our workplace, maybe we um, we may have moments of you know holding an identity uh, very strongly or doing something where we want maybe the, the, maybe we're looking at receiving praise or we don't receive play, praise but we also receive some blame sometimes, and and equanimity. Help us to receive things 
with no kind of with with not a judgment of of what is coming up when we develop this this quality of equanimity uh, in our practice, we receive anything that comes to us in, in, in a way that we don't qualify the type of experience. This is what is going on. Is is okay? This is this is is not a good experience. It's, it's not about experience. It's praise and blame. But we don't we don't go into extremes with it, and it helps us to recognize. Okay, this is what is going on. There is also the experiences of fame and disrepute, too. Right, the those experiences where. Um, you know, we may be very good at something and, you know, we get all this fame out of the, you know, y- you put a video on YouTube of, of, you know, something that interests many people and you become a star. Um, and, and, uh, but it may not be that, it may not be the case for some people. Uh, it may be the other way. Maybe, maybe receiving, um, Disrepute for you know maybe other things that that you did, um, and um, there is also the the experiences of uh, having pleasure and and pain. You know we have pleasure and pain, and um, still we. we 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 recognize okay this is what is going on, but it protects us. Equanimity protects us of, of not going, you know, very deeply into, oh my gosh, there is this, I'm not going to be able to do anything right now because of maybe of this pain, or I'm not going to be able to, um, or maybe, you know, there's this, this, um, pleasure and um, let me let me stay let me stay balanced here so that I don't go into the extreme of clinging and then you know uh, there's there's a reactivity there there's the the equanimity help us having you know less less reactivity to it the balance so um, is is a quality that we can that we can recognize and and can and that when we develop we develop this this equality of equanimity, it we know what things we can do to help us coming back to that balance. We may be able to practice well being by taking care of ourselves or, you know, um, checking or our on our integrity or um, developing in some way some level of calm. Um, so there is that aspect of, of balance in, in equanimity. And then there is the aspect of wisdom. There is the aspect of wisdom when we develop, again, um, our practice and and we also develop equanimity, there's a sense of understanding the nature of things, understanding maybe what we call uh, the three characteristics, the nature of existence, uh, as, as we sometimes call it um, in our tradition. 
you know, the, the, the sense of arising and passing impermanence, the understanding that, that yes, that there is suffering, um, that there is suffering when we cling, that there is suffering um, out of um, the, the change in the conditioned, conditioned phenomena, that there are causes and conditions that change, that there's change. And also there's this understanding that we're not an independent self. You know, we didn't come out of a vacuum. That, um, that, that there's, there is uh, some, um, some ways, it's not, it's not, there's not a creation of an independent I uh, out there. Uh, so through that wisdom, that wisdom helps us in in having a level of if having a level of acceptance of how we feel inward, how our heart feels, how it is right now for us inside, and how. Um, how we feel in relation to a situation or in relation to a person. So, um, it, is, it is that, um, that, that understanding that, that helps us um, having a sense of... of Clarity in the mind that when also there's compassion and there's loving kindness present and then there is uh, wisdom present that maybe we can act in a way that uh, is sustainable for us, in a way that um, we can see that we're benefiting not only ourselves but others and... and um, Everyone, without preference, there is this impartiality, um, inequanimity that sustains also the other um, boundless states of mind that we develop in our practice, the, the, the state of loving kindness and um, the, you know, that unconditionality of loving kindness without equanimity. It, I, I don't know that it would be there. Actually, even though you know loving kindness is you know the foundation also for uh, the the other three abodes, what we call the these boundless states of mind. Um, so, um, so how do we practice with equanimity? You know. They were in early years of my practice when I heard, you know, talks about equanimity. Uh, I thought, okay, whatever, it's fine. That's it. And it took me a while to understand that that attitude of resignation and practically indifference is not equanimity. It's not at all. It reminds me of the of my teenager years too. You know the moments in which okay, whatever. You know, it's like and you know looking at it, I, it, it, I feel you know 
some uh, compassion now for our youth, you know, in terms of that that moment in which you know they they say, okay, I don't care or I don't mind, you know. Uh, so. Um, Let's see where I was. Um, so it's not indifference. An equanimity is not a dry quality or a dry state of mind. When we develop, de- develop it in our practice, um, we see that um, there is a, a sense of warmth in equanimity. There is there there are other qualities of the heart that is a heart mind that it can be present to compassion, um, loving kindness, um, the uh, the level of mindfulness. In a way, there is also mindfulness present for us to be able to be present in challenging situations, to be able to stay centered, receiving whatever is coming up, something that we have strong reactivity in, in different ways. There's a level of equanimity that, that definitely is functioning there for us to be able to respond with wisdom. Um, so it definitely support, it supports uh, mindfulness and it protects our um, love, friendliness, or any word that you use, and compassion. Um, so we can name these things, but still, you know, there was something that, that was still missing for me in terms of practicing with equanimity. Um, we'll leave the, the last one is we'll answer, you know, how I, um, became a little bit more spacious and clear for me, but, you know, through the years while figuring out, okay, I want to be equanimous and I'm going to take this attitude. And I set the intention, okay, I'm going to have balance. This, this is, this is, there's a motivation of, of a benefit to all here. So, that's a way in which I can cultivate equanimity, you know, having a, a motivation of um, um, finding balance and cultivating conditions for that. Um, and there's the practice of mindfulness, continue with being mindful. Now, this is where um, this other way of practicing has been the way in which uh, it has impacted me in in um, in in a very meaningful way, another way of practicing um, with equanimity as well as the other Brahma Viharas, the divine abodes of loving kindness, joy, and compassion, um, is with phrases. Uh, probably some of you have practiced in that way, where we bring up to to minds on different people and then we practice with phrases and and then we repeat the phrases and the continuity of the phrases then um, at some point um, 
develops this quality of the heart that sometimes it starts coming up naturally. But with equanimity, there, there's some unique ways of practicing. And one way is that we, we practice, uh, as we have said, you know, one of the teachings of the Buddha, we practice to incline the mind, right? To incline the mind to that state of mind, to that wholesome state of mind. With metta, with loving kindness, we develop, we cultivate that quality and we offer it. We offer it unconditionally to others. Um, with equanimity, we cultivate that quality so that there's equanimity in us about someone else or about a situation. It's not, it's not like we're just offering the equanimity, uh, in, you know, like we offer the meta bodies is something that we're generating, that, that we're developing um, in, in, in terms of how, we, how it is that it feels inside of us and how it is that we relate and we respond to situations in the world. So um, there's another difference um, it's interesting uh, to me that, you know, with, with the other divine abodes, we start practicing with someone, uh, we bring to mind someone that is easy for us to practice with, um, to offer loving kindness, for example. Um, with equanimity, we start with a neutral person. We start with a neutral person. We uh, continue with... Um, let me see. We continue with a benefactor, then with uh, a friend, then with an easy, difficult person, uh, and then uh, with all beings, and then, you know, with ourselves. Now, and just this, this was part of the reflection during the weekend. How can I say, you know, in terms of what happened, you know, in the marches um, uh, during this weekend or, you know, uh, friends that are recovering uh, from maybe an illness or, or a parent that has lost a child? How, how can I say, well, you can have this phrase, um, this is how things are right now. This is how it is right now. And I don't know that, you know, it may be that at some point in our lives we can hear, we can practice with those phrases, with that, that type of phrase. Uh, there's the, the traditional phrase for equanimity is also, you're the owner of your own actions. Your happiness or unhappiness does not depend upon my wishes or goodwill. So how do I say... How do I say to someone that, you know, something happened to them and I don't know, you know, the number, the, if, uh, all the, the, the uh, folks that are incarcerated 
in this nation, in, in, in the United States, or, you know, what is, what is going on right now with gun violence? Uh, how can I say you're the owner of your own actions, you know? So we create phrases that help us develop the practice, that, that really support us in develop the practice. So there may be, for example, for a neutral person, there may be, you know, you would bring someone that you, you don't have, you know, it's, it's in your hood, like maybe there are some neutral people for you here, but maybe the phrase for this person, if you bring a neutral person to mind, maybe, you know, um, their joys, we experience their joys and sorrows in this life. It is a fact of life. This, it, there, that does happens to everyone. There may be for someone that um, you have balance, that you have balance in terms of the care that you, ha- that you feel for them in your heart. Um, you may say, um, this is how it is for you right now. All, thing, all beings have their own paths. I care about you and I understand that this is how it is for you right now. That may be for a benefactor. Um, for a friend, you may bring to mind, have a clear sense of someone that you know really well that is a very dear friend, how it is the life of this person. You know, whatever he, she, or they are going through, you know, what, how it is, how it is for this person. And you may use a phrase of, I care about you and also know that this is how it is right now. And when it feels comfortable, when, when it makes sense to you, um, actions are consequential. You're the owner's you're the owner of your own actions and your happiness or unhappiness does not depend upon my wishes or goodwill. But there's some other things that happen that in part, you know, is not like it just happened because of their actions. There may be many conditions, like the Buddha said, there's so many conditions that are in play that we can go crazy, trying to figure out why, why it is that some things happen. So for maybe um, a difficult person or a group of, pers- of, of persons of, you know, we may start with a group and then we may go to all beings. For someone that annoys you, I mean, just a little bit, that, you know, you have some reactivity, but this is the thing. You, you, we, we look for having a clear sense of all these different persons or groups that we bring to mind. A clear sense. And you, you feel in your heart, what is going on here? What is there reactivity? Is there judgment? What, what is going on here? Um, and so we can, um, we can say, you know, uh, for the difficult person, these have come to be this way. Things have, have come to be the way that there are right now. 
May my heart be open to you and how it is, how it is for, for me right now. And this is not to have, you know, like a complete acceptance of, oh, I'm hunky-dory, I'm fine with how things are. But it's just a way for us to be able to, to move to a place, to have the mind in a place of balance and center so that we can act out of wisdom. We can act out of compassion and loving kindness. And so um, I want to, to uh, finish with, you know, this, um, you know, how we practice equanimity with groups of people, um, especially, you know, when we have, um, I, I think that we all have had in our lives, you know, some tribal loyalties to our sports teams or, you know, people are our, our people, you know, sometimes say, oh, I'm here, I belong, my people, you know. Um, and, and so um, we can say uh, your happiness or unhappiness in part depends on your actions and not upon my wishes May I cultivate wise understanding. May I cultivate conditions that help transform any collective issues that contribute to your suffering. You know, may I help. May, may I do everything I can to, to transform, you know, to cultivate conditions that really support all of us. Um, and so with that, then we check with ourselves, you know, how it is in our heart. And then we, we, can, we can check and, and say, you know, this is, this is how it is in my heart right now. May I open with balance or may I open with whatever you want your heart to open with in a way that supports you in your life. Um, so I've been practicing with these phrases, I will say maybe for the past 18 years. And um, it has taken different shifts in different moments. You know, sometimes I have practiced with, um, uh, for, for, you know, to, to feel more equanimity in terms of relationships, how I feel about some relationships, or how I feel right now, I'm practicing with everything that is happening in the world. Um, so this is what I wanted to, to offer um, to you. And, and now for you, uh, for you, when you reflect about your slideshow of, of your life, the flow of your life, um, my wish is that as, as there is some reflection that, that you notice the moments of balance and wisdom and equanimity, that you notice that there are some moments of um, a center, centerness and unshakable uh, moments in which you're also able to take decisions that uh, bring you wisdom and that tells you, well, 
yeah, this, I'm at peace with how things are right now. Um, so may, may you appreciate those moments in your practice and may you also see the absence of it so that um, it, it motivates you uh, in, 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 in a way that uh, you commit wholeheartedly to uh, your well-being and the well-being of all beings. Um, so that's enough for me. So if there are any praise and blame or questions, protests, reflections, um, please feel welcome and if not, it's not required. Um, how how does it land? How does it land for you? And that's for for you to uh, take with you, planting the seed. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you see, you remember how it was this week and you can come back next week and just notice the difference. Um, I had done loving-kindness practice before, but um, I hadn't heard of a similar practice with equanimity, so I was very interested. It sounds like um, with the phrases that you usually use for loving kindness it's more directed outwards to the other person um, or people but what you were describing sounds like a mixture of um, both addressing the other person and also addressing yourself mm-hmm. is that uh, is that true would you say yeah um in terms of addressing the, the other person, the, the practice of equanimity, when, when you practice, you practice to develop equanimity in yourself about the other person, about the situation that you're bringing up. So it's something, it's not something that you take out of, you know, and you just give it, um, offer it to other persons. So it's a little, you know, it's, it's tricky. It's a little different um, from the other practices in that sense. Because, you know, with metta, with loving kindness, we develop, we develop a loving kindness. And, and the phrases, but the phrases are, may you be happy. May you, you know, and we include ourselves, you know, which, you know, for equanimity, we can say, may I be um, open to all the conditions in my life. It's, it's, it has a very different flavor. Um, so I, I'll, I would be curious to see how it is for you anytime if you see me around practicing or um, let me know how, how it goes. <laughs> Complete. Thank you so much.